Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. I am Hunter Harrison. And I'm Levi Sanders. And we are two Average Joes in the basement of our church talking about theology. (laughs) That's how we roll, folks. Um, Today is our final day of our Sola series. We're going to be wrapping wrapping that up. We're going to have a little bit of review, kind of talk about some of the things we've been talking about. And then we are going to do Soli Deo Gloria, which is to the glory of God alone, and that will wrap that series up, and then we'll have to figure out what we're going to do next. Yep, um, since nobody sends us any recommendations. <laughs> yeah, you guys, what the heck, y'all? Where are you at? Um, that's okay. We'll we'll figure something out, and then you'll keep watching, and we'll build a bigger fan base, and then all of you will want us to talk about everything. Oh, yeah. Um, so, what's, what you been up to, bro? Um, mostly <laughs> just reading, work. school, work. Mm-hmm. Taking mm-hmm. care of my two month old son, hanging out with my wife. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. You got a new van upgraded yeah, to the mini dude. van life. <laughs> the party van, oh, yeah. dude. It is very nice. It's, it is very nice. A ha- the Honda Odyssey is is the Cadillac, I would argue, of the yeah. minivan. We're pleased with it. It's it's, it's pretty nice. Yep, yeah, it's nice. You got to you got to fill it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, to fill it up, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Other than that, just hanging out, working. That's pretty much it what for about me, you? too. Working and hanging out. And uh, I really enjoyed going out, uh, what is today, Thursday? Yesterday. And doing the oh yeah the youth the youth lessons. So yeah. so because of COVID and everything with, with our church, we have suspended some of the more small group uh, gatherings, but we have kind of... St- created a new way of of being able to to do that and we got to go out into the community and uh still connect with with the youth group and through you know social distancing and all that good stuff um but it was it was great to be able to do that instead of because you know back in what march i guess it was now when everything started going wild we were just like you know this is we're just yeah. we're just gonna shut down we're just yeah. everything stopping um but now that we are a little more educated on everything, and we kind of know how to how to navigate this a little bit better. Um, it's been nice to be able to say, "Well, this is here's our plan, and this is what we're going to do." Instead of just saying, "No, we'll we're just, just wait. we're just right, we're just yeah. going to shut down again." Um, so no, it's, it's been, been good. It's it was awesome. cool to not not every day or every week or even every year do you get to go and and find kids that you have a relationship with in your church. Mm-hmm. And just like huddle up in a yard right. and and have a Bible right. study, so that was cool. And we got to see, even see some kids that we don't mm-hmm. normally get to have because we're typically right. in the youth. Mm-hmm. But we got to see some kids from Team Kid right. or some younger ones mm-hmm. or people that we don't even see come. Right. So it, yeah. it was a cool opportunity. I enjoyed it too. And and I think, um, I mean, obviously we believe that God will work through whatever He would have us to do. Yeah. Um, but I feel like in that in that scenario, I mean, we could be reaching you know some maybe some of the parents who yeah. perhaps aren't connected because um, sure. they may 
you know, be at home and then they come out and just, you know, what are these kids out here doing? And then yeah. they're sitting out on their porch or whatever. And who knows what, you know, who knows what they'll take away from that. So yeah. I'm looking um, forward to next week as we go to mm-hmm. some different locations and see. Yeah. But obviously our, we would love to be able to just meet at church yes. in the normal, normal fashion and do it like old times, yeah. <laughs> which is weird to say. Um, so, uh, anything else you got to add, Levi? Not really, you man. Wanna, There's been. You want to talk about Todd White a little bit? Sure, we'll we talk can. Talk about that. Yeah. And let the people know. So Todd White is is he associated with Bethel, like officially, really, no. or is he kind of his own entity that he I just? I think he's his own. Kind of hangs out with him on thing. occasion. Okay. I know he's hung out. He kind of hangs out with Phil Johnson. He kind of hang, kind of hangs out with uh, Kenneth Copeland. Kind of hangs out with all those kind of. Is Bethel guys. is his is his name Phil Johnson? Mm-hmm. Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Phil right. Johnson. Phil Johnson is, is Grace Community. <laughs> yeah. We like He's, him. We like him. He's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, yeah, do sorry. they have the Bill same Johnson. name? Okay. Yeah. Bill Johnson, the pastor at Bethel. So Todd White is a guy who I don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if he's a pastor or not, but I know that he, yeah, is, he is a. Oh, he is. Okay. So he is. A, he is a pastor, um, and he has a, a brand I think called Lifestyle Christianity, and. The the biggest thing with him um, is that he is, I would argue, one of the one of the most prominent and biggest false teachers that are are out there now. I feel like there's a lot of eyes that are that he are does on draw him. A pretty big crowd. Yeah, and I mean, probably about as big as that giant bun of hair that's on top of his head. <laughs> it's a lot. He does have a lot of hair. Yeah. It's all the dreads, man. He just Dude, like it's so he many. Balls, he got so much. He dreads. balls it up. I'm sure that. He probably has headaches all the time. That's yeah. all I've ever heard about people. I mean, it's unique though. I've never seen anybody. Yes, wear some hair no. Like that. But that's what I've always heard is that people who have dreads, they yeah, hate. Headaches. They eventually want to just cut them all off because yeah. their head is hurting because they have like twenty pounds of hair yeah. on their head. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Um, but he, he, like I said, is a you know he's a pretty heretical guy. There's a lot of things that is very, very, very wrong with his theology. Um, and here recently, in the last, I don't know, I guess couple of days, there was a sermon that came out of him. I think it was last Sunday he preached it. Yeah, of him basically just flat repenting. out repenting yeah. of not preaching the whole gospel. And those were his words. Yeah, those I didn't. His words. I didn't say that. He did. He said, "I have not been preaching the whole gospel." And you know he said he repents of that he's been reading charles spurgeon. spurgeon and it was so bizarre to hear one to hear him say that but the way he was talking about it because he was like man i've been he's like kind of flipping through his his notes or whatever he's like man i've been i've been listening or i've been reading a lot of charles spurgeon he's like have you guys ever heard of charles spurgeon i don't know if he got any responses or not but he's yeah. like man spurgeon is crazy and yeah. we're like boy well, yeah. Oh, yeah and it's like what a what a wild thing for someone who has been so false and who has not gotten this right to 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 see God work in that and essentially you know flip it upside down yeah it's a total a total 180 uh, and I think a lot of people have have mentioned that you know obviously time will tell you know yeah, anybody I mean, we saw Benny Hinn do it at, like I right, think last he's, year probably he said, he's, he said he would never Again, ask somebody to give a thousand dollars, and he is definitely <laughs> He's back doing on that again. So, time will tell. But 
based on the the clips of the sermon, I've yet to actually watch the whole thing through, but based on the clips, it seems that this is a sincere yeah. transformation. I pray it is. I mean, I pray yeah, that we absolutely pray that to, it is to work mm-hmm. in him and draw him yeah. closer to himself, help him to understand scripture. So yeah. And that's, that's just, I mean, praise be to God. That's awesome. <laughs> it is very awesome. It is very awesome. That was a, that was and wild. I, and I'll say though, if he's been reading Spurgeon, which I don't know what he's been reading, but that can have a profound effect on you. I've been reading mm. one of Charles Spurgeon's sermons every day for a devotion. Mm. And dude, I'm telling you, just the way he crafts his words, the way that mm. he, he lays out his arguments, yeah. it just sticks with you mm. better than yeah. a, a lot of mm. pastors or preachers. You you listen and, and or I read, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. so, so He's very eloquent. In, the way that yeah. he lays it out. Yeah, and makes it makes his argument, makes his case, and always brings it back to Christ. Right. So it's so good, it's so good. Hmm. Even today, I think talking about bringing it back to Christ. I think he said, "Someone does not preach Christ and Him crucified if they can go a whole sermon without talking about Christ." Charles Spurgeon said that. Yeah, mm. that is that's, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. But yeah, I haven't. It's it's so good. You need to get it. All you guys need to get it. Okay, listen. <laughs> Christianbooks.com. Like $26, you get the five-volume set. Really? Yeah. It's a, that thing, it's that, a deal. the set that you have at your yeah, house? Yeah, it's a deal. You got to get For it. For $26, yeah, you got all like that? that? Yeah. Folks, that is a deal because I've been to his house and I've seen this, and it is a lot of yeah. books. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. It's thick. That is wild. I didn't know. It traditionally those. came in 10 volumes. Oh, they just they condensed put, it yeah, all down? Yeah, so now like, the one big now it's five books, but like one book is two volumes. Mm. Wow. It's like Pastor Gary up in his office has ten volumes. Wow, that's crazy! I did not realize it was ten that different cheap. books. That's but yeah, nuts. it's pretty cheap. I, I huh. may be wrong. It may be like thirty dollars. That's four dollars more than what you just. Either said. way, <laughs> it's not that big. You of need a deal. to get it. It's a deal. <laughs> that's crazy. I was expecting you to be like, yeah, it's like one hundred fifty dollars. No. Wow, it's a deal. Christianbooks.com, huh. dude. They have some deals. Interesting. I might have to look into that. What about you? Been, you been studying anything? I have been going through uh, Song of Songs mm-hmm. for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> for reasons uh, in the near future here. Um, that's been that's been the the primary focus. I've been using the the Christ centered exposition books, mm-hmm. um, which. I have a few of those on some other books, and I've enjoyed what I've gotten out of those. Like the one on Ephesians was really good. Yeah. Um, and the, this one has been very, very good. It helps because because Song of Song of Songs, Song of Solomon, however you want to call it. Um, sometimes that book I feel like can be it's very poetic. Yes. So if you don't get yes, if you don't the get word. the images, mm-hmm. you're not going to get you're the not, meaning. Yeah. So having that, having the commentary, and then. My uh, Reformation Study Bible has been yeah. fruitful, to say the least. Um, and then a lot of the the wisdom that's brought in the commentary has been... That's a good book. It's been pretty good. If anybody good needs stuff. some help with your love, life, or relationships... It's a great book. Song of Solomon. Great book. Also, I think it, um, me and my wife read The Mingling of Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, You've talked about Matt that book Chandler's a Chandler's book. But he mm. goes through Song of Solomon in the book. That's kind of mm. what he yeah. uses as his reference. That's like the go-to yeah. relationship. So, but that's a good book, book. as well mm-hmm. on relationships. Um, other than that, though, I've been I've tried to get I'm trying to get into a habit of 
like reading while I'm at work, which mm-hmm. is sometimes hard because like when I'm in the break room, yeah. there's like so many people, a hundred other people in there, and they're all watching TV, they're all talking about something, so it's yeah. hard to f- sometimes focus. But I'm trying to to read like several chapters on a lunch break or something like that. I've started I started going through Matthew, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't think I'm necessarily going to try to go. Uh, like a specific, like I'm not going to necessarily just go through the whole Old Testament, just go in order. Right. I may do like the Gospels and then go to the Old Testament or mm-hmm. something like that. But just, just being in the Word, yeah. Because I mean, honestly, I, I would say that that's that's important. You don't even it is important to do a deep dive and to study it, but just being in it, yeah, for you know twenty thirty minutes a day, roughly. And who knows if you're in can be very fruitful. If you're in the break room at work and somebody sees you studying, that could be a right. great open door yes. to conversation too. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh Omar, he he <laughs> the other day he uh he was he sat down and he pulled out he started pulling out his Bible. He pulled out some study Bible that he had. He pulled out his notebook. He pulled out a bunch yes, of pens dude. and I was like I was like, Omar, are you about to have Sunday school on lunch? And he was like, Yeah, man. He's like, Oh yeah. He said, uh, He said, Man, my girl brought me food earlier, so I already ate. So he's like, I'm just gonna sit here and read that's the Bible awesome. all lunch. That's and I'm awesome. like, That's awesome, dude. Do it up. Um, so that was that was cool. And then he also he also mentioned to me that um, he was thinking about maybe trying to do some sort of like Bible study or. Just some some kind of, I don't know. He even said something about a group text, like something that's focused on well, that'd be cool. on Christ with yeah. some of the people that work there. That's cool. Because he said that he feels like sometimes he'll be saying things. Because like I I do the same thing. Sometimes the reason I've been able to witness to people is because like the one time when I got to talking to uh, one of my friends, I just kind of offhand said something about how well none of this craziness is going to end until Jesus comes back, mm-hmm. and then. That's just that's just me talking. I just right. say stuff like yeah. that, and then it spirals into, well, let's talk about the gospel. Let's talk about all this other stuff. Um, and he said that when he says stuff like that, there there are people that will say like, oh yeah, huh, interesting, and it's like a a positive thing. And he said it's almost like they they're wanting to know more. Yeah, they just don't know necessarily what questions to ask, or even necessarily who to ask. Right, they don't know who who is going to know anything about this. Um, so that was encouraging. I do that Hopefully sometimes. something like that'll, you know, yeah. grow. Like obviously we as Christians should have a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And I think as you mature as a Christian, the stronger your biblical worldview becomes. Mm-hmm. That That's Absolutely. the only way you see things. Yeah. So I know like, for instance, you say, and you, you just said out of the blue, like, this is not going to end and you know, Corona or, or bad All things crazy. aren't going to end. Everything going until crazy. Jesus comes back. Right. And then people were like shook by that statement. Well, right. sometimes I'll, I'll say something and not necessarily, I guess, think through the fact that people around me probably don't have a biblical worldview. And then they're right. like shook by what I said automatically. Right. Like, and whoa. I'm like, whoa, man, I was just, <laughs> I was just talking. I'm just saying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even. I've had that situation. It's not even a necessarily a conscious work. thought. You're not like, so if I say this. It's gonna start a firestorm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this is just me. It's just who I am. Like one day at work, I, another <clears throat> one day at work, we were talking, <laughs> and somebody was like, you know, talking about my son and and mm-hmm. and his baby and so on and so forth. And he he was just like, they're just so perfect. And I was like, that's bad theology. <laughs> and he was just like, and he was just like shook out of nowhere. He's like, what are you talking about? What was it that? 
uh, Pastor Gary said about about your son? Oh yeah, he was holding him like a, he was like five days old, and Pastor Gary was holding him, and he said he's just he said he's so precious. It's hard to believe he has a sin nature. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> These are the facts, folks. Yep. These are the facts. That's that's pretty funny, man. Okay, <laughs> that's well, bad you theology. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was shook by that. He got mad. I'm sure he did. And then he, people aren't ready for that kind and, of thing. And when I explained original sin, then he was like, "No, no, oh, I don't believe gosh. that. I don't believe that." I'm like, "Okay." It's in this book, buddy. Genesis chapter three. <laughs> okay, <Louise>. well, um, <laughs> it's funny. You want to dive into soli deo gloria? <coughs> And then kind of wrap up it. all five points. Let's do it. So thus far, we have we have talked about sola scriptura. Mm-hmm. That scripture is the only inerrant authority over the church. It's where we get all of our information. Yep. God has it's revealed the, it's himself. It's the foundational one. Yeah. It's, I mean, scripture is God's inspired holy word. Mm-hmm. That's where he revealed himself completely to us. Right. His whole plan. Mm-hmm. So that's where we pull all the well, other solas from. Right. I saw I read an article today that was talking about it was talking about the solos and it said that it it kind of like tried to I guess create an image of a house almost where scripture alone is your foundation mm-hmm. the the pillars granted it's only three pillars because it's only five solos but so it's it's an, an imperfect house I guess but the three pillars would be it's a TP faith alone yeah, yeah that's it faith alone grace alone and Christ alone and then your roof is solely Deo Gloria. Yes. To the glory of God alone. So, so it, it's like they all are part of this house. Yes. So Sola Scriptura, it's where we pulled all the Boom. other information from. Right. Then we got um, Sola Fide. Mm-hmm. Faith alone. We're saved through faith alone. Yeah. By grace alone. Sola Gratia. In Christ alone, because you have to have your faith in something. Right. Solus Christus. And, you know, through our first... Um, representative in Adam mm-hmm. sin entered therefore we were all sin- sinners original sin right we're all sinners um and we're all born with a sin nature mm-hmm. so then we needed a new representative God descended himself mm-hmm. took on flesh um and lived a perfect life therefore he died on the cross yes in our place boom for the propitiation. Perfect representative. That's a fun word to say. I know it is. Propitiation. So now we can have a relationship with God again in yes. Christ alone, by grace, through faith in Christ. <laughs> and all of it to the glory of God alone. Is to the glory of God alone. Yep. So here's the thing. That's what we're talking about today. Okay. The solas alone, or, or the solas aside. Okay. I mean, you can't really put them aside because that's literally everything. But right. Literally the, the whole of- purpose of everything, period, end of story, is to bring God glory mm-hmm. to the glory of God. Yeah. The whole that, purpose of everything. It doesn't I, matter. Creation. um, Salvation. Salvation. Everything. God all, is glorified through his encompassing. grace when he offers us righteousness. God is glorified in his wrath in the punishment yep. of people who do not turn from their sins Yep, and end up. Who do evil things. Yes. In his punishment, God is God is equally glorified in his just punishment of sinners as he is in his gracious redemption mm-hmm. of, Amen. of of his chosen people, which we yeah. don't understand at all. Nope. So everything. 
is to the glory of God. Yeah. I feel like that's a big stumbling block for people because it's like this, people have a, obviously it's, it's a core thing where people have a, the wrong view of God, but they're like, well, you know, who's, who's this God to get all the glory? You know, where's my glory? Where's, you know, stuff like that. It's like, because, because when you, when you kind of go down that, not even, I don't even want to say rabbit hole, but when you go down that train of thought, it's like, well, everything glorifies God, all things. It's like, well, yes. Like you just said. So, so for example, if we're talking about, you know, a very sinful person who does very Mm -hmm. evil things, how is God glorified in that? What's so, what's, they, they, they don't see that what necessarily it is that's glorifying God, which yeah. would be his wrath upon that person, the the just punishment for them not turning from their sins or whatever, that and the evil things that they have done in yeah. this life, that well, would think, be... Go ahead, go ahead. I think, you know, we've we've talked in our friend group a lot of times. People, people like to say God is love mm-hmm. and then leave it at that. And that's correct because Paul says it. Right. Paul says yeah. God is love. That is correct. But... Love is one of God's many attributes. Mm-hmm. You have to understand right. all of God's attributes. God is right. just. God, God is, is holy. And, and I don't think and. I read this week. Um, I for, I forgot where I even read it at, but we will never understand God's wrath if we never understand God's holiness. God is so mm. holy and separated from us, right? That we're just worms it's, of the earth. Yeah, it's. Big God is big glorified whenever he he punishes us for the sin that we committed mm-hmm. when he is just, and I think that's a lot of people a lot of people say God just you know just gets rid of your sins like they're just erased whenever you mm-hmm. put faith in him, but no, because if God just erased your sins, then Christ never had to die right there was a that somebody had to pay for them, yeah, and if Christ didn't. Then you will. There was a church sign on the way home the other day. I won't. I won't name the church just in case anybody goes there. But it said, uh, it said that God not only forgives your sins, but He forgets them. Yeah, no, that's completely <laughs> theologically like, wrong. He doesn't forget no. them. Christ died for them. Right. He bled. Right. Because if he, he if he's just going to forget them for those sins, then, then Jesus came and died for, for nothing. no reason. Exactly. Because God can just be like, oh, boop, they're gone. Wait, what uh, sins? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't remember no sins. No, 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 no. That's not how this works, people. That's not how this works. But, but like I was saying, the it could be a stumbling block because they don't have. A correct view of God, and that it's not a. They look at the wrong thing. They look at that sin or that evil, mm-hmm. and that's what's glorifying God. That's not what glorifies God. The way that God punishes that. that deals yeah. with whatever that is. Yeah, that's what glorifies God. And obvi- I mean, people who are, you know, unbelievers or unsaved or however, whatever terminology you want to use. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's to be expected. That's the view that. We all have had at one point. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any scripture for this? Soli Deo Gloria? Uh, yeah, actually I do. Just to say, he's a, you he's know. He's a bum. He didn't bring his yeah, Bible. Yeah, I know. I, I got to be. kidding. I got to be like those hip, <laughs> hipster youth groups and <laughs> yeah. use my use Bible it on, on your my phone. phone, dude. Yeah, dude. Everybody everybody, pull out your Apple <laughs> Bibles. Okay. If you were a real hipster, it'd be on an iPad. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, here we go. Isaiah 43. Ooh. Okay. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory. Mm. He created us for his glory. Everyone. Okay. He, there he says, the sons whom I called to myself, right? Mm-hmm. The sons and daughters and, and from the ends of the earth gathered the ones mm-hmm. that he called to himself. And, and ultimately, his glory is revealed through all that he calls to himself by his gracious redemption in Christ Jesus. But he is also glorified through his just wrath to the right. others. So, And to kind of go along with that, honestly, is First uh, Corinthians 10, 31, that says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Yes. Everything. All things. Everything, period. Is to glorify God. To the glory of God. Okay, actually, let, let's qual- let's qualify that, though. You already okay. said it. So, like, not each individual thing. So, like, I had somebody ask me one time when we were talking about this subject. Well, if somebody is raped, how does that glorify God? Mm. I mean, that's a hard question to answer. It is a hard question. So, there could be a couple different outcomes. I mean, mm. God could be glorified in the way he works through that situation to call someone to himself. Mm-hmm. God could be glorified in the way that he punishes yep. that sinner. Punishes that sinner on earth as well as yes. in the eternity. Yes, in his just punishment yep. of that mm-hmm. evil. So ultimately, every single action, like the sing- the action itself may not be honoring or glorifying to God, mm-hmm. but God's going to get his glory right. at the end of the day mm-hmm. because that's the point of everything. That's the point of the whole the whole arc of creation. God, God created the world; it fell, and so, He already knew before He even created it that He was going to descend and take on flesh and save mm-hmm. and bring His people back to Himself. He already knew that. So, what you're telling me is then that you have the answer to the question: What is the meaning of life? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, what is man's chief end? To glorify, to glorify God, God and enjoy Him forever. Is that the Westminster Shorter Catechism? I think the the I Westminster. Think, I think I read catechism. about that earlier today. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's that's it, man. That's, that's that, the point is, of life. that is that's what the point of life. That is the answer. If someone ever asks you what is the meaning of life, if you're a Christian, that should be your answer. Yep. To plain, glorify plain God and simple and enjoy Him forever. Yep. And to make so, it known, let's make so. Let's, let's talk about this. I I was reading. Um, kind of on on this subject, and and they said that the soli deo gloria is the thread that holds all the other solas together. Mm. So I know we've given all these like emphasis nicknames mm-hmm. to all the different things, like the like soli sola fide was mm-hmm. like the doctrine on which the church stands or falls. Yeah, right. Sola gratia was the doctrine on which sola fide stands or falls. <laughs> right. But soli deo gloria is the thread that holds them all together. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's the roof. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I say we Which can talk about. Let's elaborate part. on that for a little bit as we uh, review all the other souls we've already talked okay. about. But first, we got to take a break, take or a else break. our camera will shut off it on us. So we'll be right back. <laughs> That's funny, dude.
Okay, we're back. So, Soli Deo Gloria is the thread that runs through the other four solas and holds them together. So, how is that the case? So, let's start with Sola Scriptura. Um, scriptura ultimately, alone. that's how God revealed himself to us. Mm-hmm. That's how he, he gave us his whole story. Right. Explained everything to us, right? We talked about... That's how we we've know about be- the glory Yeah, of God. exactly. We've talked before about the, the general revelation that mm-hmm. everything, even just in creation, yeah. apart from Reveals. Scripture, just, just creation itself and the glory. Like, yeah, I mean, we live at the base of the Smoky Mountains. I don't know how you can hike one of those beautiful mountains and Bro. not think that somebody brilliantly created Bro, them. for real. Honestly. I don't, I don't know. So, so even creation shouts the glory of God. I was in awe the other day. We were driving, I guess it was yesterday. I think we were going to Powell's. And because uh, you know, Dude, that's what we do. That's what we do. It's so good, man. So good. Go to pals. Um, and we were we came around this corner or whatever, and like the the sun was going down, and like in some areas it had rained, but there were these clouds in the sky, yeah, and they were enormous. I mean, it was like from what appeared to be bottom to top, oh, and wow. it was like it was almost it's just like a whole another planet up there, yeah. but it was just clouds. Cause, and it was so detailed. Because sometimes, like, you look up and clouds, they're just kind of up there. But then when the sun is hitting them just right, and you can see all the little itty-bitty oh, yeah. details, and I was like, whoa. Dude. I'm it was you, wild. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen and I enjoyed to do is just go fly over Knoxville at oh, sunset. Man. Just fly over the river. See that orange sun just reflecting off the river and the sun sphere over Neyland Stadium. Dude. In the mountains, it's just beautiful. Mm. Just beautiful. But there's there's no intelligent design. Yeah. So even <laughs> just <laughs> creation shouts the glory of God. Okay. But then Amen sp- to that. we have to have special revelation mm-hmm. for us to fully understand Christ and his sacrifice mm-hmm. for us and the right. gospel message that, that Christ came to die in our place mm-hmm. and and give us the opportunity to <clears throat> once again enter into relationship with God unhindered yes. as our mediator. Okay, so uh, that's how the scripture shouts the glory of God because it tells us everything about it. it this is where we learn about the glory. Yeah, of God. it tells right us here. about His glory. Look at this, boom. So, um, sola fide. Sola okay, fide. in faith through faith alone. That's mm-hmm. the only way that we are justified. Okay, I think this is a big one because mm-hmm. we've talked. We talked a lot when we talked about sola fide mm-hmm. to say. That you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And sola gratia together, we can kind of talk about them together. Yeah. So they're, sola kind, of, fide, they're kind of a package deal. All of them are. I they're mean, all the, a package deal. You have to, you, yeah. you can, you have to have faith in Jesus Christ. Okay. Sola right. fide, sola Christus. Right. Okay. Um, you have to have, you have to put your faith in something because apart mm-hmm. from putting it in something, it's nothing. Right. So you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you can only do that because God graciously sent. Or, or descended himself and took mm-hmm. on flesh to to be crucified. Right. So they kind of all go together. Yes. But they do that. We talk a lot, and and I know. Um, I mean, we would we would call ourselves reformed mm-hmm. in our theology, mm-hmm. and and I think that's that's not because we like Calvin or we like mm-hmm. Luther or we like. It's, Any of these people is because we think that's what the Bible says. It passes the biblical litmus test. Yeah. Ultimately, we like those guys because that's what the Bible says. They like says. what the Bible says. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, the biggest <clears throat> thing about these whole, and, and that's kind of what these solos are, is the, the five 
Reformation truths. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, they teach us what we've been trying to get across the whole time, that salvation only comes by God. There's only one active mm-hmm. agent right. in salvation. Right. God. I, I read somewhere yesterday, it said, is it, is it synergistic? Does that mean there's multiple things working together? I think so. Maybe, Somebody says yeah. salvation is monergistic, not synergistic. Mm, there then, are yeah. not two active agents in Just your salvation. God. There's not God and you. Nope. There is only one. Salvation is monergistic. God alone is the active agent in your salvation, right. in our salvation, in anyone's salvation. Yep. And that's really what all of these souls are getting at. Mm-hmm. And if we understand those that truth, that fundamental biblical truth mm-hmm. that by, that God alone is the active agent in our salvation. If we understand that, then um, he can be the only one to get the glory for it. Right. Right, because so we've I, said many times, we do nothing. So Exactly. So we are owed no glory at all. Yes. And throughout all of this, we've, we've hinted at different um, ways that people fight against some of the different mm-hmm. solas or fight against the the reformation or reformed mm-hmm. theology to say that we have a role in it that we mm-hmm. can that we can answer to God God has to wait on our approval to work right that that we work as hard as we can and then he he takes us the rest of the way or any of these mm-hmm. things right any kind of works based salvation cannot hold to soli deo gloria Mm-mm. it's unbiblical because it's unbiblical right you have to believe that God alone is is the active agent in our salvation to say to God alone be the glory because he's yeah. the only one doing it. Right. He deserves every everything. Mm-hmm. All the glory. Solely day of glory. That's it. Solely day of glory. Glory of God alone. Yeah. Alone. Period. Yes. That's it. There's nothing that that we're doing and we've we've honestly beat it like a dead yeah, horse. We really have. But it's it's the truth. It is. It's an important truth to know. God alone is the active and it should, agent in our it salvation. Should, it should humble you. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, we don't a, deserve it. We don't no. know. It blows my mind why God would choose yeah. me or you or anyone. Any of us. For we salvation. We don't deserve it. Look re- at it really blows my mind. Yeah. Like, that's and I know I've probably said this three or four or five hundred <laughs> times on this show, but people <laughs> always get held up on why God would send anyone to hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's not the question. The question is why would God send anyone to heaven? Right. It makes no sense because we right. all deserve hell. We're all rebellious. We're imperfect. We're sinners. Yeah. There's so no you you're thinking backwards. There's no man. Good in us, got you naturally. Backwards. We because can, because they, to I feel like to ask that question, you have to think that God, that everyone starts good, mm-hmm. and then God yeah. chooses some people to just throw into right. eternal punishment. Yeah, no, everyone starts bad start and deserves real bad. eternal punishment. Real bad, and God chooses mm-hmm. some to to call to Himself and to justify, right. and and that just is so incomprehensible yeah makes no sense the creator of the universe gosh man he's like i feel like my brain is liquid 
It is. <laughs> it is liquid, bro. For real. Oh, man. It's wild. No sense. It's wild. Okay, well, that kind of wraps up our um, segment on the five solas. So, once again, do we you hope have you any, enjoyed it. Yeah, we hope you guys hope found this fruitful. at least beneficial. Learned right. something new. I hope you did. I know we we both did. Mm-hmm. So um, Hopefully, you can use it as a tool to perhaps encourage another believer yeah. or witness to somebody. Because then, because when you look at stuff like this, or at least for me, this is personal experience. When I when I have it in a like a tangible thing, I've got a list of five things. Yeah, and I've got the title. You know, sola scriptura. Mm-hmm. I can look at what that is. I can it, it can it can compartmentalize in my mind, and then I can regurgitate that to somebody yeah. and say, well, you know, this is this is how salvation works. This mm-hmm. is. This is this and that and this and that, and it just makes it a lot easier, and it it gives you uh, tools to be able to to witness to people. So it's, yeah, it's good to to look at stuff like this and to and of course to add the scripture with it mm-hmm. because when you when you're witnessing to somebody, obviously if you're if you're just saying something, that's one thing. But if you're saying it and then being able to be like, well, here yeah. we go, and then just bam, there it is. They're like, oh man. This guy I, knows something about I, this. I shared something on Facebook yesterday. I thought it was good. It was uh, Charles Spurgeon. He said, he said, old-time believers used to know the chapter and verse of what they believed. <laughs> Basically saying, you know, you can't find too many of those people nowadays. It is tough. But ultimately, that's that's what we should... Mm-hmm. Well, all of the things we believe should be from here. Right. So we should hopefully know that it's in right. here and be able to find it. If you ever catch yourself case, saying... Well, it's in there somewhere. Red flag. It's probably a red flag. Yeah. Granted, it what you just said might be in there somewhere. Yeah. But you want to check that just Before in you case. Say it. Yeah. If you don't know where it's at in here, probably a good rule of thumb not to say that to someone. Yeah. I would I would say that's a good rule of thumb. So, unless it's a very clear like, hey, yeah. Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Okay. Jesus died on the cross. Okay. Yeah, we we Which won't disagree with you on that one. Some people would disagree with you. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't think it was a cross. It was like one big stick, like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. Well, we would disagree there. So but, uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, check yourself before you wreck Obviously yourself. Obviously on everything. So we hope you guys found this series <laughs> beneficial. Yes. Um, I don't necessarily know what we'll be back with next week. Hopefully, we'll figure it out. Um, send us something on Facebook or, or shoot us a, or Instagram a, a DM or on Twitter whatever. or wherever. go to com. That's go where all of our episodes are at. Mm-hmm. They're sorted by um, topic or, or category. Mm-hmm. You can go on, contact us and send us um, your prayer request or your suggestion for a topic to cover on the show. So yes, um, we're still trying to cook up some blog posts. They're not on there yet. Yeah, we're, we're busy people. We're working on it. So, <laughs> um, We'll get off the ground one day. Yeah, so we <laughs> hope you guys found this beneficial. We'll be back with you next week to cover something new. Um, if you want to learn more about the five solas or the deep, um, he, here's another thing, too, before we go. I, I just want to say, you know, when I first heard about the solas, I read through them, mm-hmm. you know, Sola Scriptura, Sola Fide, Sola Gratia, mm-hmm. Sola Christus, Sola Deo Gloria. Okay, they make sense. They're good. They're sure. easy. You understand them. Yeah. But, dude... Years now, down the road, 
when when I have such a deeper relationship with God and such a deeper understanding of theology, I can still look to those truths and never mind the depths that that no. they hold. Never. It's something you can hold on to forever and you never outgrow those great truths. No. Absolutely so not. we hope you guys found this beneficial. Um, seek seek to to study these solas in scripture. Seek to study scripture and and we'll keep doing the same and we'll be back with you next week live from our church basement. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs>